Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to show your friends to get your gaming business each and every Monday. My name is John Blunt. Join me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey, John. Excited to be here to talk about Barbenheimer. Wrong podcast. That's what you want to watch. Uh, also here, Kira Marchant. Not another podcast where we're going to be talking about this shit and why I haven't gone and seen it. Fuck me. So, Kieran, which do you want to watch first, Oppenheimer or Barbie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> which deserves a movie first, Barbie or Which one deserves a game first, yes. Yeah. Which one are they going to adapt? Yeah. Uh, Barbie? I'm surprised they already I'll- haven't done a mobile game for Barbie. There's got to be something. I don't know how you do a game for Oppenheimer. I'm pretty sure that's a very sensitive subject. I think you could do a game focused on Ken and Kennedy linked in with this, like Ken's Wild Adventure or some shit, and it would go gangbusters. Sure. Pitch it. There you go. You could do like a Los Alamos, like city builder you are putting far too much thought (laughs) i can can see the gears in your head going at the moment and uh my god talk about gears going in head um something that happens when you're sleeping is that doesn't happen um i've been (laughs) playing wow what a stretch what a what a fucking talk about gears going in head i tell you what doesn't happen while you're sleeping Tell you what, we don't. You don't have Pokemon stretch yet, but you've got Pokemon sleep. That's damn right, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I've been playing as much as you can, quote unquote, be play uh, Pokemon Sleep the past week, and that's <laughs> the thing I've got going on in my life. Um, so Pokemon Sleep's finally out. Um, for people who don't know, it's literally they've they gamified walking and now they gamified sleeping. Because, you know, why not? Uh, so keep going. Uh, you can play it with the Pokemon Go Plus Plus as a thing, which I'll get to in a moment, but um, you don't have to. The way the game works, although it was very confusing when they announced it, it was a lot of like, how the fuck is this? Like, what is the point of this? Like, what is the what is the go? Basically, when you go to sleep at night, you can put your phone next to your bed um, and you can tell it you're going to sleep and it'll track your sleeping. And then when you wake up in the morning, it'll tell you, hey, you slept for five hours. You suck at sleeping. <laughs> like You should get more. Um, and it'll tell you if you got like a, a restless sleep or, you know, like, they'll sort of rate your sleep. Um, and then you can have it record you if you want to hear every time you fart when you sleep or something like that. Um, that's something you can do or make random noises. Up to you. Uh, then you can, uh, you go to the next thing and basically or a bunch of random pokemon will appear have appeared overnight while you're sleeping and the pokemon that show up are based upon your your type of sleep you got uh and then you're the point of the game is you're trying to collect a i can't remember sufficiently but basically a sleep pokedex so every pokemon seems to have like four different types of sleep form so like a pikachu will have four different types so you're trying to get them to shop and basically collect these different types um so outside of that, then when you go back to the main game, you can have a couple Pokemon uh, that you can find that will be like hovering around your Snorlax. And you sp- each week you spend a week trying to raise up a Snorlax and be friends with it as much as you can. And the only reason you'd really open the game during the day after the sleeping point is you can feed the Snorlax uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
and that will help level up your character, which unlocks new lures, and you can use the lures to help get better Pokemon to show up while you sleep and, and stuff like that. It's harmless, sort of fun. Obviously, the aim, the I would say its intention is good, although highly unrealistic for most people. Uh, the the like for, like encouraging bad sleep, I don't feel like is a is a bad thing. But the fact that when I you first boot up the game and it's like uh, 8.5 hours of sleep is what you need to get a 100% score on your your sleep schedule at night. And I'm like, I, I've i never had that happen yet, and I highly doubt I'll ever have that happen. It's just not. Who does? It's, yeah, I don't Kids, know. I guess. I don't know, you know. But I have a lot of times where I wake up in the morning and he goes, you slept for like five and a half hours. That's not very good. You should get more. And I'm like, Isn't cool. The studies <laughs> on eight hours sleep being necessary being sort of disproven in I don't know years. Like, I, I've done a lot of googling on sleep I've done a lot of googling on sleep to try and make myself at times feel better about the lack of I sleep I get and to find out like what the minimum and best mm-hmm. way to run on less hours sleep is and I always found like there was one that was like sort of uh, it, ha- it runs on like uh, 90 minute increments or something when, you, when you're sleeping or something like that so like you're sort of better waking up at say three hours than you are four hours like uh because your body clock or something like that so i don't know what the whole i think most people say that's like seven hours i think it's supposed to be the like g- like good sleep <laughs> at least that's what i thought for like an adult like, seven hours was considered a good amount of sleep but according to pokemon sleep it's eight and a half so um pokemon go plus plus that you can get also works with pokemon sleep so this just replaces your phone um you can place this on your bed next to you you hold down the button on it pikachu sings you i will uh the pikachu inside of it will sing you a lullaby to sleep <laughs> you, can you uh give us an example uh, uh yep yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so you just get sung to sleep by pikachu and then um when you uh you go to sleep and then you wake up and you press the button to say that you know you've stopped sleeping and then you sync it up to you you press the button and it syncs up the game app and says hey we found sleep data do you want to bring that into the game uh oh, so then it's I'm, working on the trust system is it i guess you can't so i know people have tried to cheese it already because of course they have um you have to have it on a flat surface for it to work. Um, and if it thinks you've like sat it under like a pillow or something to try and try and trick you, I was reading that people discovered it wasn't connecting them and it only works on 90 minutes minimum. So like if you decide to, if you're someone who has like naps during the day, you can record your nap, but it has to be a 90 minute minimum nap for it to, to count towards the game. So you can put it on like your bedside table. No, it has to be on your bed. Because basically, from my understanding how it works, is it works on like, so if you're rolling around and moving in the night, it works off like the the the, the vibrations and stuff as you're moving around to help track your like restlessness of your sleep. I don't really like it. What if you're still <laughs> Hey? What if you sleep completely still? Like a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, but yeah, I know. What if you knock it off the bed? Uh, so it comes fun. with a thing you can peg it to your pillow with. Like a little uh, peg. And then like it magnets to the bottom of it. So they've thought about that. Ooh. There you go. 
got got you there. So I've been, I've been playing it. I've been doing it every night. It's uh you know I don't know how you'd explain this if you you know slept with someone else, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you invite invite old lady over. What's that on your bed? Oh, I need to. You know, no, no, sleep. no. It's even worse, yeah. right? One night stand, very drunk night. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. go home with somebody, and he is like, <laughs> it, "You both lie down to sleep. You've had it hot and heavy. You've had the fun and whatever." And he's like, "You yeah. can stay, whatever. Stay in the yeah. same bed." All of a sudden, you hear out of nowhere in the darkness, "Pika, Pika, 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 It's like, what are you doing? Well, I gotta like, I don't wanna lose my because you get streaks, of course. Like, you can't break it. <laughs> Like, I can't oh, lose man. my streak. I'm like, on a seven day streak. Good, I'm but like, I don't want <laughs> to lose my streak. I'm big enough to lose my streak. Whoa, whoa, we, can't, streak. we can't go again. I need to have my eight hours. So, <laughs> eight and a half hours. <laughs> eight and a half. If I, if uh, I go to sleep now, we, we got time to talk for 10 minutes before bed. <laughs> Imagine. Um, do you want me to sign you up? We can be friends in the game. You can get friends in the game. I don't know what the benefit of being friends <laughs> you know in the game is, but I've actually got... <laughs> now you know how they sleep. I actually ordered a spare, so if you want to, yeah, <laughs> put on your pillow. Yeah, off you go. Um, yeah, so I've been playing it. I like it's pretty easy because obviously you just roll you... over at at bed at night. You just press one button on this thing and off it goes. Do you like leave it's... it on your bedside table, or do you put it? On no, no, it's in bed. It's attached to his pillow. Apparently. Oh, I would like. There's no shot that would remain in the bed. Like I would. It's be sur- like- I'm surprised. I'm actually shocked because I I seriously thought the first couple of nights that I'd wake up and I'd like flung it across the the room because I definitely move around in my sleep. But because it, it, there it, it stays. Nights where I forget to plug my phone in and I've like fallen asleep with my phone somewhere. Yeah. The next morning, like trying to find the phone again somewhere is a fucking task. Well, I see. So I usually fall asleep with my phone on my bed anyway. So it's not like, like I usually put on like some rain noise or some like fucking relaxing ASMR type shit. I don't know. You know, like something like that and just fall asleep to it. Like next to me. So having the, having this thing next to me doesn't, it's not, it's not really worrying me. Um, I haven't made it, but so I've been doing the sleep thing and then, cause it's like sort of a morning routine thing, you know, spend five minutes just checking out what Pokemon showed up and that's sort of, that's a nice thing to do when I wake up in the first morning and be like, oh, that's cute. Like, cause the art is really good. Like that's, I feel like that helps that it's got really cute, very colorful, bright Pokemon designs. Um, seeing the Pokemon a different type of sleeping formations and stuff like that is, is cute and wonderful for, especially if you're into Pokemon, obviously. Um, I haven't really been doing keeping up with the feeding the Snorlax throughout the day. I do, I do breakfast because I'm there already. And then maybe I do dinner because I go to activate it at night and I'm like, oh, I might feed Snorlax. So, um, but otherwise I'm not really into the huge gamification side of it. Now, my big, this is all sounds fun. And if you're like, this sounds great. This sounds like a, a way for my kid to have fun. Like whatever. Yeah, of course. Here's the problem with this game. My major problem with this game. The fucking, like they have to ruin everything. There is a ridiculous amount of microtransactions available in this game. Ridiculously, for some reason, there is a, a, a dumb amount of microtransactions. <laughs> There's even a subscription yearly pass to get like access to other features including the ability to see your uh like your unlimited uh sleep records and stuff whereas if you're on the normal version you ain't see like the last 30 days or whatever um and all these like extra things i feel like that would be pretty standard for a sleep tracking app so i guess so maybe i think it is now it just seems weird because because it's the pokemon side yeah but it's like the same as and especially if they're using because there's no way pokemon company have gone out and just 
No, it's another developer. Like, no, it's it would have to be like going off like Fitbit stuff or like a, an already um, prominent system. So there'd be no way they'd get around that. Yeah. Though, well, that, that's yeah. That side I can yeah I can sort of see that part, but. The, the side that's really annoying is that so you can buy like the in-game currency and then you can use that to buy like the the lures and the um biscuits to feed pokemon and like all this sort of just junk i'm like why why is that even an option like it's a fucking game about sleep why do i have to spend microtransactions a game about fucking sleeping am i spending them my buying shit while i'm sleeping like if you play this game play quotations for eight hours it's while you're sleeping majority of the time you're sleeping you don't even pay attention to it anyway whatever um the other side so pokemon go plus plus is compatible with pokemon go uh and it is basically the best version of best official release gotcha type catcher device that uh has been put out with pokemon company and niantic uh compared to the last one so the major change here is that all the reason a lot of people brought third-party devices over the official one was that the official one wouldn't throw pokeballs unless you tap the button on it. The same as the pokeball that came out with uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let, Let's Go Eevee that you could use with Pokemon Go. You had to like it would vibrate and you had to press a button on the top for it to throw a pokeball. This one will throw pokeballs just without you having to touch anything on it. But then the other upgrade is that you, if it vibrates and stuff and you want to press the button consistently, you can then now choose to have it when you do that, that actually throw an Ultra Ball or a Great Ball um, instead of a, just being a, a Pokeball. So these are a lot of options that people have been asking for these types of devices for some time. And then, of course, it also has the typical thing of spinning all your poker stops when you uh, go past them and, and whatnot. Um size it's definitely not as small as some of the other ones like the one i especially the one i reviewed like last year or early this year whenever it was um and a lot of the other devices like it's sort of a round disc thing but it's definitely smaller and easier to to, to take out around in public than i guess the let's go bowl was because there wasn't like an easy way to to really just stick that in your your bag without it having bumping into something or whatnot but anyway yeah that's pokemon sleep now i look forward to um yeah i don't know what they can gamify next but I'm sure they'll do it. They they got you sleeping. They got you walking to get your Pokemon shower time. I don't know. Pokemon bath time. I mean, Pokemon eat is the the most clear po- thing. Pokemon eat. There you go. Okay. Tracks what That'd be kind of cool. Or, no, yeah. wouldn't it be like a Pokemon like overall like a Pokemon fitness thing? Like you could do eat and fucking. Fit- well, I mean, this is part of they got Pokemon Go, which is. Yeah. Pokemon yeah, Go no, is fitness, like and Pokemon more... Sleep technically is a health thing as well, like sleep health. Yeah, no, Pokemon it, Lift. It's Pokemon Lift, bro. You know, you just chuck it all into the one app, you know? Why is it so separated? Pokemon Life, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Pokemon is life, you know? Uh, all right, so Footballers. let's get into the other thing that I was playing last week that I couldn't talk about, but Gumbrella. So I played about the first... I can't actually remember how long I said I played it for. I wrote it somewhere in my article. Anyway, um, I think it was around four-ish hours of Gumbrella. So um, I think PR said it would take roughly three hours, but it'll take me a bit longer because I was having fun exploring the world and doing all the, the sort of things. But in case you... We talked about Gumbrella. We played at PAX. Well, I think... Well, me and Ashley, I don't think... Did you, Cam? Did you play Gumbrella? I don't think you did, did you? No? It was at Devolver? I think you did. 
Yeah, it was. You did? No, I don't think I did. No, no, no. no, no. I'm sorry. I was saying yes, it was a devolver, but no. Okay, yes. Um, so Gumbrella is a game in which you basically you play as this unnamed woodsman. Uh, you start the game and his, uh, his wife's murdered and then this random umbrella is left there that's also a gun. And he's like, this object's weird. And then he ventures off to find both the origins of the Gumbrella uh, and thus hopefully leading for revenge and being able to find the person who left it uh, at the crime scene and uh, get revenge for his wife's murder or so. Uh, that's sort of the back end for Gumbrella. Of course, once you combine all these things, the game boils down to it's a very cool uh, pixel art, sort of well-designed, side-scrolling, 2.5D sort of at times uh, action platformer, which is really, really good. It's really, really fun. The, the combat and everything is fantastic. You've got the combination of the Gumbrella, both being able to use for offensive, defensive, and maneuverability, which is really fun. Uh, the name's also really exciting to say umbrella uh but yeah it shoots normal bullets that you can you have infinite ammo of uh the rifle rounds uh, and then you can pick up and you can buy other ammo like shotgun ammos and grenades and stuff like that that you you know most of the time you're going to save up for the boss fights of course uh but outside that you can also press a button to activate the the umbrella part and like if timed correctly that's a counter attack back against enemies especially like enemy projectiles like turret guns is one of the first things introduced to you early in the game that you can shoot their own bullets back at them and stuff like that uh, and then, of course, you can use the umbrella itself for floating, so or gliding, I should say. But, you know, you jump off a wall, activate it, glide down to the top of another rooftop, all these sorts of things. It's, um, yeah, it's sort of the, the best of a lot of different games and um, ideas. And I feel like, I nearly feel like you could just look at some screenshots and be like, yes, that is a game that is <laughs> of interest to me. I feel like it's, it's not something you really need to be super pitched on. Um, the story gets absolutely fucking wild pretty quickly. So I, the first like half hour or so was what I played at PAX. And then I sort of saw some of these elements in the PAX demo, which is they introduced these cultists and they're talking about like, they've got like laser guns and weird stuff that you're like, this is a bit weird. I thought this was like a very steampunk sort of grounded game is where it's it started, I, I guess outside the Gumbrella part, but um, the further you get into it, suddenly you've got like demonic cults and they're raising like these fucked up looking creatures which turn into some of the boss battles like these really weird looking things. Um, and the boss battles, they're not super hard. I wouldn't say this is def- this isn't like it's not an easy game, but uh, I, I'm definitely not going to say it's like challenge it's not hollow knight or you know something like that it doesn't fall into that that realm of being really difficult and being something to brag about like it's 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 fine it's a challenge but not super hard or anything but uh yeah it's definitely one of my anticipated well most anticipated games of the year at this point they still didn't put a proper release date on it which is sort of annoying i mean when the the email came through and said that they they had preview codes i was like awesome they're probably gonna announce a release date when the preview embargoes up uh, but that didn't happen, so I was sort of disappointed. But because um, I wanted, I just wanted to keep playing. <laughs> I just like I, especially the the story. I'm actually really interested to see how it turns out because there's been some twists and turns. And then the part I got up to, I left off with a sort of massive cliffhanger, and I did a boss fight, and the boss fight was really fucking cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm super keen for this, and I feel like might be one of the best indies of the year. Probably will be one of the best indie games of the year. Were, yeah. were you were you rogging? I 100% was rogging this bad boy. You rogged all over it? Nice. I rogged all over it. And nice. I had a great time doing it. But this is a really good game for the rogue deck. Yes. Once again, I looked at it. I went, yeah, it's yeah. a rogue game. That's 100% a rogue game. Now, this is coming to Switch as well. 
Um, again, so it's like it's PC and Switch. You can play it on your PC at your desk with a. It's hundred percent a controller game. It's not a. It's not a mouse and keyboard game. And but you, if you can play it at your desk, that's fine. You get a bigger screen. But this game's fucking perfect for Switch and uh, Rog Deck or Steam Deck or anything like that. It's fucking top shit for that. Um, Ash. Did you? I can't remember. Did you like what you played? I can't even remember. Do you like what you played? Yeah, last I enjoyed year? what I played back at PAX. Um, you know, uh, you know, it was a pretty lengthy segment of the game, but uh, mm. yeah, yeah, fun fundamentals. So uh, definitely keen for it to finally release in full. Mm. No release yep. date yet, which is kind of weird for you know with all yeah, this no. stuff. Yeah, maybe they just wait. I don't know. There must be something going on there that they're waiting. Because I really, I really thought the preview preview would lead to something, but no. They, I mean, they dropped a new trailer, which you know, cool story, bro. But give us a release date, so yeah, I, I, everyone should have their eye on this game. I definitely feel like it's going to be one of the the indies to play for this year. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, let's start with this one. Let's talk. No, 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 news. Let's talk Xbox, but not. The fucking court case ones. Uh, so Xbox has announced that they are getting rid of Xbox Live Gold as of September 14th, and in its place will be Xbox Game Pass Core. Uh, Xbox... Hasn't Game Pass taken enough? <laughs> and now they've taken Xbox Live Gold. Guild Xbox Gold. Can you believe it? Yep. Bro, just call it Xbox Game so, Pass Gold, you know? It'll be the same uh, price. It sounds as like X- it'll be better. <laughs> than the game pass it is yes so it's going to be the same part uh price as xbox game uh xbox live gold which is 10.95 month or 79 79.95 a year of course if you pay for xbox game pass ultimate you don't need to buy uh gold or anything like that you've got like the, the full thing there the, the main reason a lot of people were paying for xbox live gold was to play online no one really paid for it for the games that came with it because the games that have come the monthly games with live gold for years now have been shit they've been absolute trash well, actually, nothing but movie tying games it's like most people have game pass so it's like why would you ever care like i don't think i can't remember the last time i downloaded a games for gold game no i don't know why you would care which is obviously why they they've but it's also why it. but you wouldn't care because the games are so shit well no like that, you, you, the main reason you're subscribing is to play online the, the library was supposed to be the the extra uh but so when this launches you'll have uh, yes you still have to pay for this if you want to be able to play online um or gold uh or sorry xbox live ultimate of course or um you know just don't play online up to you uh but the the light so this time it won't be getting monthly games it'll just get you access to a library of xbox game pass core library um and at launch the games announced for that so far uh among us descenders dishonored 2 doom eternal fable anniversary fallout 4 fallout 76 forza horizon 4 gears 5 grounded halo 5 guardians halo wars 2 hellblades and your sacrifice humor fall flat inside or in the will of the psychonauts 2 state of the k2 and the Elder Scrolls Online Temporal Unlimited. And the prices now, these are American prices, but uh, the prices as they now lay out will be Core is $9.99 a month, Console is $10.99 a month, PC Game Pass is $9.99 a month, and then Ultimate costs you $16.99 a month. Kieran, what do you think of the changes? What do you think of Xbox Game Pass? I think it's just a more streamlined change. I think it brings a a very good catalog of the probably the the cream of the Xbox kind of party releases for the last decade, probably almost. Um, and I think 
yeah, I think it's a great baseline now to have instead of games for gold. I don't. I'd be curious to know the numbers of people who just paid for Xbox Gold and never transitioned over to Game Pass because I feel like. Game I feel like Pass. people like if you if you just play like Call of Duty and FIFA and stuff like that, like you were just paying for gold to play online. I, but the thing is, right? I, I don't think there would be much of a difference in price. Ga- normal Game Pass does not get you access to online. Is the thing. Oh, it doesn't. I thought it did. No, oh, no. Only only good. Ultimate subscription came with the oh, online included. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but if you were paying for the ten ninety nine console subscription. You didn't get it. You still had to buy live uh, gold to play online. Oh, that's kind of crap. All right. So this yep. is much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that's why. Ash? Yep. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Just Microsoft ruining another thing. Yeah. Game Pass. Yeah. Where's We're the uh... another thing? It is now exactly <laughs> the same as the PS Plus catalog, right? It's now exactly no, the still, same, you still, right? ga- you still get monthly you games. You still get monthly games th- that you technically own if kind of... You technically if, kind of own. <laughs> you technically kind Except of for own, the moment you stop subscribing service. to PS Plus, you can no longer play those games. <laughs> so well, that's why it's technically... It was the exact same. So <laughs> 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 the technicality, technicality comes in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? Sony at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Ash is like, someone has to stick up for Sony, the little old Sony on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, keep, keep him alive, you know. The underdog. Yeah. The underdog? <laughs> Kieran's not having it. I'm not. Yeah, the, the company that it's two thirds of the, company, the mm. gaming industry. Moving on. Um, <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories from this 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 week. I thought this was hilarious. So Eurogame writes, sorry, Globo isn't coming to Water Warcraft. Oh. You already knew that, didn't you? Bollocks. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so they write, are you eagerly anticipating Globo's introduction in World of Warcraft? No, you're not. Why is that? Oh, it's because it's a lot of rubbish made up to irk <laughs> out websites that are, in fact, using AI bots in place of real-life real life human reporters. Uh, earlier this week, a Reddit user created a post detailing a made-up feature that was being introduced into World of Warcraft. Quote, I have to say, since they started hinting at Hearthstone in 1994, it was obvious that they would introduce Globo to World of Warcraft sooner or later. Uh, the post by Kafer underscore Cregan infused. I feel like Dragonflight has been, <laughs> has been win after win so far. Like when they brought back Chen Stormstrout as the emboss for New Kazan. Absolutely amazing. End quote. However, before these choice words, the Redditor also laid out some other details. Details that would perhaps be missed by bots trolling the World of Warcraft Reddit feed for stories. Quote, I just really want some major bot operated news website to publish an article about this. End quote. They wrote. Um, <laughs> so the rest of the World of Warcraft community joined in the fun. As it happens, a bot operated website did, in fact, have the news as fact. Soon after the post went up on Reddit, a website known as Zleaker, Zleak, uh, published an article all about Globo's introduction to World of Warcraft and the impact it would have on the game, with quotes and all. Uh, <laughs> so the literal headline of the article, um, Fuck is uh lost to do for a sec. Says World of Warcraft players excited for Globo's introduction. World of Warcraft WoW players are thrilled about the introduction of Globo, Globo, and eagerly await its impact on the game. <laughs> uh, 
It's very good. So yeah, I know we've talked about the AI sort of stuff uh, before, obviously, but I just wanted to, this is this is a win. You know, this is one of these, like, this is, I, I take this as a win. I know it's sort of sad that, you know, this is the state of affairs that people are using AI tools to just like publish bullshit stories and stuff. But the fact that, you know, people can trick them and then we can start like feeding out well, the, uh, weeding I out the, the trash. <laughs> I think it's us more than... You know, us in the, 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 I guess the Australia media community are more of aware of it than maybe others already are. And like, <laughs> we, we've already called out our fair share of um, people using AI, AI write, written, write, written reviews yeah. and stuff. Like, um, you can very easily tell them. And, and I think it's just something that's becoming more and more prevalent in all facets of media's, um, which it should just be kept an eye out for and, and monitored. And I think. You know, if you are finding evidence of somebody with a AI-generated articles and stuff, call that shit out. Don't keep following them. Or if other people call them out, don't keep supporting them. Simple as that. But I do look forward to Globo. I'm pretty sure Globo is in the next uh, MCU movie. He shows <laughs> up in the end credits. That, that was the character that people... That, no, that's what we're going to see at the end of uh, Nick Fury this week. Whatever that shows. Oh, okay. Gorbo's going to come in and save the day. Hey, Gorbo's going to come and save the day. That's right. Um, bit of good news here then. So, um, oh, geez, where am I? Uh, Screen Australia has announced three million of funding for twenty-three Aussie games and studios. Writes press start. Screen Australia has revealed the two studios selected to receive a total of $600,000 in funding through the First Nations Games Studio Fund, which it revealed back in May with application kicking off in June. The studios will each receive a boost of $150,000 per year for two years to support their teams and projects, uh, Guck and Awesome Black. Guck is currently working on future folklore and investments in versus care of country's sim for mobile platforms. Um, setting inspired by the Australian bush, native flora and fauna and Aboriginal culture. Um, Ab- awesome black is a multimedia creative enterprise that aims to build best practice programs and pathways for first nation creators to be authentically compensated uh on top of announcing the recipients for the first nations game studio fund screen australia also revealed a list of 21 local pro game projects sharing in a further 2.4 million funding for the game expansion pack fund um so just to quickly run down the list and give everyone their due because there's some games in here of course that you, if you've been listening to the show or you go to PAX you will know uh, so you got Lurie from New South Wales Covert Crew from WA Dark Web Streamers South Australia Del- Delifium from South Australia Dr. Cole Kilty from Vic, Vic Drift City Kings from Vic Feed the Deep Queensland The God Feather a Mafia Pigeon Saga New South Wales Noculus from WA, Letters to Arala from WA, uh, from Vic, Memories Reach from Vic, Mouse Game uh, from South Australia, Naya from WA, Outpost from ACT, RPG Game Working Title South Australia, Shrine Housekeepers from WA, Spirit Well from Vic, Sundown New South Wales, Taming Your Dragons from South Australia, and Tempopo from Queensland, and Tempest Rail from South Australia. Now, don't really, don't really give. Of course, this is good news. This is fantastic. I'm tied into another news story, which makes this somewhat disappointing. But so, Vooks writes this morning: Australian Classification Board posted a list of video game based on Australia's biggest export right now. Bluey, Bluey, the video game was rated for release, but hasn't been announced as of yet. The classification was picked up by the Oz VG Classifications Bot on Twitter. They're listing the clarification. Eh. 
The listing the classification website also had a description saying, quote, follow the healer family on a holiday adventure to find treasure hidden by Bandit and his brothers many, many years ago. The game takes place in five iconic show locations and at Story Motels, a family-friendly adventure about crafting your own, sorry, creating your own cherished memories with your family. Uh, Vux continues, it appears it'll be coming out on all consoles and PC at some point. The listing says the developer is R. R-Tracks Games, and it will be published by Outright Games, who do a lot of publishing of other licensed titles. It also means that the game isn't being developed here in Australia. Bullshit! I cannot believe we fucked ourselves this hard. Now, apparently, I've done some reading on this. Apparently, it's because yeah. BBC owns the merchandising. Yeah. So, you know, before Bluey became a massive global hit, they signed away a lot of the worldwide merchandising to the BBC. It's fucking bullshit. This is like, government. Is, fuck you over again. Yeah. <laughs> How good would it have been? We've never had. I, I feel like honestly, imagine a world where one of our biggest sort of known quantity Australian indie developers was like, "Hey, we're doing the Bluey game." Everyone would have got behind that shit. Everyone would have been like, "Let's get behind this. Let's fucking like let's." amp this up let's get excited like let's make this huge fuck yes australia uh, australian team showing how great the australian games industry is which of course we keep talking about how great and growing it is over the last couple of years and they're fucking making a bluey game australia's biggest most popular export of recent years and instead it's being done by some fucking other studio like, imagine if yeah. like they fucking rocked up and like oh yeah house house is gonna do um that would be fantastic yeah like to do a Goose Game style news. game, but in the style of Bluey and stuff would be fucking amazing. That'd be so cool. Just would have been so cool to see Aussie developer doing and doing the game for this. So um, that was my disappointing spin. However, yeah. the rest of this... Do I say, produce. in a perfect world, <laughs> in my yes. mind, the perfect Bluey game would be like uh, a... Uh, what's the word? Uh, like multiple indie games. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know, inside the one game, you know, like a bunch of different studios make a smaller game and it's all in the one. Like a collaborative box. project. Yeah, like a, I'm completely forgetting the word, of like a bunch of short films like together. Um, yeah. So it'd be like the Rare yes. Replay box. Or Anthology one. game. Anthology. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that would be cool. And like each one's like a tiny episode or whatever, yeah. No, that's so, yeah, a good idea. If 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 uh you know we ever get the Australians ever get the rights back, yeah. that's what I want. That's fair. And I hope we do because so outright games publish a lot of these kids based kids show based stuff, um, and they're very hit and miss based on all reviews. Like if you look a bunch of some of them up, they're getting like six or sevens. Other ones get like four or five stuff like that. Um, apparently the Pepper the Pig game. It, it they, sounds more like miss or slightly. Yeah, so all right, miss or slightly okay. Um, Pepper the Pig, Pepper Pig game, which obviously massive kids show as well. Um, they only got the voice actor for Pepper, and then everyone else was just replaced. And you know, like lots yep. of stuff that just doesn't make it feel like it's a fully authentic, with older sure. love and care deserves sort of yeah project, which is disappointing. So yeah, really cool. A lot of really um standout games in the rest of that list though that I thought was was good to to see so obviously um if uh Lurie, which um that getting some more funding is, is great to see obviously i i'd hope that game's getting towards i, yeah, mean, I, hope I, I know it i is. hope that funding is going towards putting it out <laughs> well and I, I know 
I know where it's at because because I backed it, I get the I get their update emails like they send out every month. They'll be like, here's where we're at. Like, here's what we've spent the last, which they're good. And, you know, obviously if you back something on Kickstarter, most people do that. Like, hey, here's where your money is. Like, here's where your money went. Here's how the progress is sort of going on this on this project, which is cool and everything like that. Um, but what else was it? Godfather, the Godfather. Apparently Godfather. they've added, a, they've extended that title to a Mafia Pigeon saga. I don't know if that well, was their last time, like, was it? Just you know, make it clearer that it was yeah. Mafia inspired. Mafia Spide. Uh, the Spirit World was the one that we never got to play at uh, PAX. Yes, that was the one that had like a, had a million people demo. consistently there. And the person like a 40 minute demo. demo. And then- yeah, 40 minute demo, only one demo available. Hopefully that's a bit Hopefully the PAX this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Tempopo, obviously, getting more funding for, for Witchbeam Games is, um, of course, that's only going to yep. be a good thing because they're the studio did a hacking of course so um very keen for that lots of other stuff here i, I not to say dismiss the rest of the games but they're the ones that i shouting out as the ones we've played we know about sort of yeah but i know there's nothing else here oh i mean i i know about dark web streamer but i've never actually played it no so but that was but also yeah. very popular packs well. that was very popular packs um but hopefully the rest of these we'll be playing in a couple months i guess at at packs Actually, off the back of the bluey thing, do you have another Australian property that you think would make a good video game? Oh, oh that's hard, eh? Home and away? No. Um, uh, <laughs> what's your answer? <laughs> but, like an around the twist, like adventure game, point yeah. and click, like crazy weird things happening around the twist. Have you ever? Ever felt like this? Strange school, like, things happen. We're going around the twist. No? Damn yeah. Australians. <laughs> Damn <All right>. Australians. <laughs> like a water rats game. <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not backing. I'm, I'll back around the twist, but I'm, I'm not uh, backing yeah, but no, they probably did have bananas some Jones games. It was a give us a Farrell's game. Give us the Farrell's there's game. There's a there's an Australian film I used to I've watched a few times from years ago. Um not a major, like not a huge one. It's called Running on Empty. Um I would like to see that turned into a video game. It's I dude it's a it's a car racing one. That's the genre I love. But yeah. So uh, but like he 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 basically like tries to beat the you know the the head like car like racer dude um and fails at first and then he goes out and this is a very re- redundant way of explaining the plot of this movie but he ends up going out like with his girlfriend to the middle of nowhere like i think it's like victoria like bushland sort of thing and he gets trained by this blind dude <laughs> <laughs> like how to drive like listen to the car you know like feel the engine and all that sort of stuff like so um yeah running on empty there's my there's my very niche weird answer for this uh, question Kieran, you've got to give an answer. I've gone, I've gone deep. Like, I just think there, you, I know Googling running on empty. Like, is this a real film? No, I'm still yeah. making this up. <laughs> I just think, you know, you have to make like a Telltale style, style story game of like based on the castle. Right. <laughs> Dug another hole, Dad. Tell him he's dreaming. It's just a, it's like a, it's like a, what, what's the, uh, the, 
the documentation, like they're trying to get immigration, like get, get into the country. You got to stamp their passport. Or something. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper papers, please. please. Papers. papers, please. It's like that, except it's for ads. It's like tell them they're dreaming. Mm. You just swipe left or swipe right. Oh my god! Easy. Just in sticks. What are we going to do 19, with chest? Nineteen eighty-two. I just found out when that movie was made. Did you we see that? Did you find the that? Critical, we no, should just do um, the critically acclaimed uh, Waterworld. That was that. That yeah, went really well. That. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> From that weird tangent. Let's From see. that weird tangent, that'll do it for this week's episode of Arcade Couch. Don't forget to let us know your comments, questions, concerns, uh, anything in your thoughts about the question. What Australian thing would you turn into a, a video game? If any of any of those people want us to help work on these, yeah. Yeah. We can do it. Uh, let's know all that by going to our Twitter. If it's still live, it's week by week. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Twitter. Find <laughs> us on threads if you want. Uh, come talk to us on Discord. ExplosionNetwork.com slash Discord. And if you'd like to support the show, ExplosionNetwork.com slash support. We'll take you to our Kofi page. Until next week, same time, same couch. Goodbye. <laughs>